Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump deploys federal agents to Chicago and other cities to quell violence. Americans buy guns in record numbers. The House votes to remove Confederate statutes on Capitol Hill. Joe Biden claims Donald Trump is a racist. Social justice protests spill over into Major League Baseball. Also ahead, how the National Football League may destroy itself. But first, President Trump confirming his administration will send agents from the Department of Homeland Security to Chicago and Albuquerque, New Mexico, to help end violent criminal crime waves. The president telling reporters the White House has no choice but to get involved. More than 411 people have been killed in the Windy City since New Year's Day. Sales of firearms in the USA up 95% this year. The FBI processing more than 8 million background checks between March and July. First-time buyers cite the ongoing protests and efforts to defund the police. The number of black Americans purchasing guns jumping 58% since Memorial Day weekend. The House passing bipartisan legislation to remove statues honoring the Confederacy from the U.S. Capitol. Vote was 305 to 113, including 72 Republicans. The bill states the monuments honor white men who sought to keep African Americans enslaved, which is true. Joe Biden claiming Donald Trump is the first racist president of the United States. Quote from Biden, no sitting president has ever done this. We've had racists, and they've existed, and they've tried to get elected president, but he's the first one that has. It is worth noting that at least 12 chief executives own slaves, eight while in office. Mr. Biden made a big mistake playing the race card. Some athletes on the San Francisco Giants refusing to stand for the Star Spangled Banner this week, while members of the Milwaukee Brewers wore shirts that read, quote, Justice, equality now. The NBA is scheduled to start next week. The basketball courts now display the slogan, Black Lives Matter. All of these political gestures will hurt the professional sports leagues, especially in merchandising. That's my commentary coming up next. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The National Football League damaging itself by getting political. League officials, owners, players are compiling a list of names to be used on helmet decals, including George Floyd. The program will last throughout the entire season. Commissioner Roger Goodell recently apologized for his opposition to players taking a knee during the national anthem in seasons past, saying we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and now encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Well, most Americans believe black lives matter, but they also believe police lives matter. Can players put a decal of slain police officers on their helmet, Mr. Goodell? If not, then your league is a political organization, not a sports franchise. In 2016, the NFL rejected Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten, who wanted to wear stickers on his helmet honoring the five police officers slain in Dallas. According to league policy then and now, quote, players generally must present an appearance that is appropriate to representing their individual clubs and the National Football League. The term uniform as used in this policy applies to every piece of equipment worn by a player, including the helmet. So if you were banning in the past all slogans on uniforms and you're going to change it now, you got to change it for everybody. By agreeing to social protests on the field, the NFL will anger many fans who will not support the product. That means less revenue for the league. Let me spell it out. Fans can't go to many of the games this year. So the merchandise, the shirts, the jackets of the teams is the primary source of revenue. Well, I'm not buying any merchandise if the NFL bans police officers from being honored. I'm not going to do it. But far more important is the message that the NFL is apparently sending. America is an unfair country. Okay, we need to improve. Sane people agree. But it's all one side now. So I don't believe this is going to work out well for the National Football League, the NBA, Major League Baseball, if his starts. There should be no politics on game day. That's easy. No politics on game day. If the players want to talk about social justice, I'm for that. They can come on my programs anytime, but not on game day. During the week with the press conferences, sure, no problem. And finally, Fenway Park, one of the best baseball stadiums ever, put up a Black Lives Matter banner. That's okay, but next to it, there should be a banner that says, Respect the police. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our program, Stand Up for America. No kneeling. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 2012, astronaut and physicist Sally Ride passed away at the age of 61 after a 17-month battle with pancreatic cancer. Ms. Ride will be remembered as the first American woman to fly into space, but her long career was filled with other accomplishments. Here's her story. Born in Los Angeles in 1951, Sally Ride attended UCLA before studying at Stanford. Her research focused on x-rays, lasers, and astrophysics. She was admitted to the NASA program in 1978 as part of the Astronaut Group 8, the first class to accept women. Before her first space flight, Sally Ride was subjected to media scrutiny because of her gender. She was asked, quote, Will the flight affect your reproductive organs? And do you weep when things go wrong on the job? Unquote. Can you believe that? On June 18, 1983, Ms. Ride became the first American woman in space as a crew member of the Shuttle Challenger. Folks attending the launch from Florida wore shirts bearing the slogan, Ride, Sally, Ride. Throughout her career, the astronaut logged a total of 343 hours above the Earth. After NASA, she served as president and CEO of Sally Ride Science, a company dedicated to promoting education aimed at young girls. She also penned seven books about the importance of astrophysics. And here's something else you might not know. Beyond her fame in the scientific community, Sally Ride has had a lasting impact on American pop culture. She's mentioned in Billy Joel's hit, We Didn't Start the Fire, featured in Lego's Women of NASA collection, even appeared on a TV soap opera. More than a dozen books have been written about Sally's first flight. In 2019, the Mattel Toy Company released a Sally Ride Barbie doll as part of their Inspiring Women series. Said Miss Ride before her death, quote, I would like to be remembered as someone who was not afraid to do what she wanted to do. We miss you, Sally. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill O'Reilly. For more news and commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com. Remember, we are always looking out for you.